feel like I'm a part of something bigger. My favorite business show. Hands down the best B2B sales and marketing podcast. The ultimate resource for salespeople. George makes me want to conquer local. An authentic entertainer. Conquer Local with Vendasta. Here's George Leaf. It's the latest edition of the Conquer Local podcast with a special guest in studio all the way from Prague. It is my friend, Lubosh Chapira. And how did I do? I think, am I getting better at pronouncing Czech names? Not bad? Okay, well, we really appreciate you joining us. And thanks for flying halfway around the world here to the frozen tundra of Canada. Appreciate your um, hospitality the last time that we were there. And we'll talk more about your sales organization here in a moment. But let's talk about Mediatel and uh, how you arrived at, in the CEO chair at this organization. Tell us a little bit about Mediatel and, and how you serve the businesses of Czech Republic. Well, actually, it started 15 years ago, I think, when I was asked or addressed by the original CEO, uh, which was uh, joining the company. And she asked me to help her with the uh, building strategy because uh, I came from the, the telco and online business in the past. And Mediatel was at that time really printed, oriented, old-fashioned company. Mm -hmm. So she asked me if I could help her to build a strategy and change the, the Mediatel from the print house to a uh, digital company. Okay. So I started in that position. I was responsible for strategy, for marketing uh, and uh, product management. And uh, in 15 years, I changed uh, different positions in Mediatel and I became CEO of the company in 2013 when it was acquired by FCR Media Group. Mm -hmm. And I spent in that position two, three years and I was asked or I was offered by FCR Media last year to acquire the company. So now I'm not just a CEO, but I'm also owner of the company. And now I run my business and like it. Mm -hmm. What is nice when I joined the company, uh, Mediatel had something like 300, maybe 350 employees. And now we have uh, 60, 65, 70 employees. And of course, the reason is that uh, we had to move from print uh, business to digital. Uh, we lost a lot of customers, of course. Uh, we talked about it in the past because uh, there is huge competition on the market, uh, which was not uh, when we were just uh, one incumbent print uh, directory. And uh, we have to really focus on uh, efficiency, uh, focus on, on changing all the processes, products, etc. in the company. And uh, now I try to build a family business out of Mediatel and uh, I like it. So when I was in uh, Prague here a couple of months ago and had the privilege of working with your sales team, and but let's, let's talk about that sales organization and how many businesses they serve in Czech Republic right now. To explain the uh, size of the market, we have something like 450,000 companies in our database. I would say that 350,000 of them are real life companies. And uh, we have uh, somewhere between 12 and 13,000 bank customers. So that's the scope of, of the, the organization should they have to take care about. What's the market like as far as business climate? Is there a lot of big box stores or is it small and medium enterprises? Well, actually, we focus mainly on uh, SMBs, so small and medium. Uh, of course, we have uh, some large uh, accounts, large customers. We offer them some kind of uh, marketing uh, services, uh, including PPC, SEO, social engagement. But uh, the major focus of uh, Mediatel is to SMBs. 
So Vlad is your uh, head of sales, who I had the privilege of meeting a couple of times. Tell us about some of the challenges that Vlad and the team are having as you, you've made this transition to, to being a digital organization. I think the most difficult part of, uh, of that transition was that the sales organization, even five, six years ago, was not the real sales organization. These guys uh, went to our customers. They didn't sell. They just uh, renewed the contract on annual basis because uh, that was the current or standard situation in all directory businesses. So they, they didn't sell. They just really went to the customer and they said, okay, I would like to give you the same contract as you did uh, you had last year. So that was the, the most tough situation. Even last year or in 2017, we had, I think, 35, 40 sales reps in the field. Only 10 or 12 of them were real sales guys. We decided to change the uh, entire sales uh, organization. We really had to fire two-thirds of our sales force, and we kept just 12 or 13 best sales reps. What is nice, these 12 or 13 sales reps were able to manage better revenue uh, than three times sales. They were more efficient. Definitely. Definitely, they were focusing. They listened to the needs of our customers, so they did good uh, sales pitch. So you actually had that talent in the building. You transitioned the others back to society, and then that group was able to build the core around how you're going to go to market. So when you add new people, they follow that system you have. Exactly. I would say that we didn't, I think we, we had just one or two guys to our sales uh, organization last year. So we are quite lucky with the staff which we had uh, in the past, I think two years ago. But uh, as you said, we tried to stabilize the current uh, customer portfolio. We were able to increase the current, the, the revenue which they were uh, responsible for by 12% year over year. We want to continue on that. So what we see right now, our sales force is very strong and good in uh, upsell and keeping the current revenue. So retention of the revenue is quite good. We are still losing some customers, some small customers, but in revenue point of view, we are growing. I mean, in that part, which is covered by this, this uh, stuff. You know, I love all customers. I want to help everybody that I can, but there are some customers that the spend just doesn't warrant the sale where it's not a profitable sale. Are you finding that, that you're, the sales that you're continuing to, to drive are a more profitable chunk of business than some of those small ones? Yes, it is. Uh, that's also what we were working on last year. We focused on uh, profitability. Uh, so we really did a huge uh, analysis, a lot of analysis on the profitability of different uh, customers and uh, of the different product uh, product lines. And we also also uh, removed uh, some, some not uh, profitable customers and not profitable uh, products which we had in our portfolio. So that was one of the, of the reasons why we were more successful last year in, uh, in growing revenue, because we really focused on profitable part of the, of the business. So let's, you know, you went through a pretty interesting transition from the, from the traditional directory print side to being a digital organization. What, what were some of the things that really stick out in your mind as, as you did that transition? What were some of the, if you could do it over again, are there some things you might do differently or what were some things that really worked well? I think one of the most important part of the transition was that we really decided to switch off the print. I had a huge discussion also with guys from FCI Media. They said, okay, you shouldn't do that so fast. We did it quite fast. And I think that was the way why, uh, which helped us 
to transition uh, in let's say one or two years because uh, what I saw uh, our sales reps will, will, were really focusing on print and they sell uh, this yeah, they, they sell the the digital product just uh, on top of as addition products so the decision to switch off the print uh, get out from this was one of the best decisions uh, we did three or four years ago. It was, I think, it was 2015. That was the last last book uh, when, uh, which we which we published. So I think that was that was the most important part. And uh, the second that we decided to, we created, we built a huge campaign, which uh, last 11 months, and uh, we visited every single customer which we had in our portfolio, and we offered uh, some specific package which we prepared for them before before we started with campaign. And during 11 months, we were able to transfer all the customers from print to any of the digital service which we had. And that's pretty impressive. There's been other organizations that have tripped on that, so congratulations on making that switch. If you were to advertise for a salesperson today, what would be your ideal sales rep? What type of sales rep are you looking for? Because I'm sure it's way different than it was 15 years ago when you got into the space. Well, actually, uh, I think uh, the most important thing is that it must be somebody who fit to our organization. Because uh, I have experience, uh, we had uh, very good sales reps who killed the rest of the team. So I think this is the most important part that these guys don't don't kill kill the, the rest of the team because they don't cover uh, results of 10 other guys. So this is the most important part for me. Then we need somebody who would like to learn. We don't need the sales reps and we are not currently looking for the sales reps who are ready to go to the market and sell what we can sell. So we need somebody who would like to learn, somebody uh, who can listen and understand the customer needs. Then you can build a successful sales rep from the guy. So when I was in your offices, I noticed that it really felt like a tech company. You had the lunchroom and you get the water cooler and you got the free pop and you got the lunches. And it seems like part of transitioning one of those traditional companies also means having a a very collaborative uh, environment from an office standpoint. That's true. Uh, We moved to our new offices uh, two years ago and uh, we were really focusing on uh, open area. And it helped. We, we mixed uh, the back office or concierge part with the sales, uh, product management with, with uh, tech guys, and now they started to work together. So you can see that uh, if they have any issue, any problem, they can start to talk uh, immediately So because they are sitting uh, at the next uh, table mm-hmm. and they don't need to go to a uh, to, to different floor for, for the, the answer or for the help. So uh, we focused on that uh, kind of cooperation uh, in the company. Everybody in uh, Miriatel has to support sales. So that's how we build how we build the culture in the company. Now, it's interesting that you brought that up. So what you're saying then is every single person understands that it's a sales engine. Yes. So they have a, to. That's a big switch, though. Yeah. From from what you were doing before in, in the directory business and that, that it is a very sales-focused organization. Um, you did mention another thing. I just want to bring this up. How important is it to sell something that solves the customer's problem? Well, this is the only way how you can sell, I think, because if you don't do that, then uh, you can convince the customer for one year, but uh, then uh, the customer will quit. So this is something what we try to educate our sales reps, that they don't do sales uh, pitch just for one year. They have to build the relationship with the customer, so they really have to understand uh, customer needs. Otherwise, uh, the relationship with the customer will be very short. 
What, what's in your stack? What are you offering to solve those problems? What are some of the, the solutions that you bring to market? Well, actually, if I look at the, the, the customer life, we start with uh, solving content parts. So we try to explain them that the content they want to show to the customer must be correct. Uh, we help them with, with uh, the listing part and uh, we, help them, we help them with, uh, with uh, their simple advertisement which they can they can uh, show to the customers so that's uh, where we start with the simple stuff uh, which uh, we can fix for our customers then when we get them here to, to that to that position then we start to explain them they have to also focus on reputation uh, social management and uh, if we have some large customers we of course we uh, offer them also also the performance uh, kind of uh, advertisement like PPC and this stuff so we do almost everything but step by step I'm not good at math but you did use the term 12% growth so 12% more digital revenue this year than last year is that the growth rate uh, yes uh, but uh, only in uh, the part of the customers which are covered by our Salesforce uh, what is important what I have to say we have uh, we split the, our customer base to two parts one is managed somehow by by uh, our customer care mm -hmm. so it means that these are customers on subscription subscription uh, kind of uh, contract and here we have to improve a lot we don't do that too too much uh, and uh, we are not very good in that so we are losing still customers and revenue in that part of of our customer portfolio but uh, the customer portfolio which is assigned to our sales reps then here we, we grow by 12 percent you said to me when we were in uh, Prague that day that your uh, your top part of your team, so the group that really understands digital marketing, were doing some special sessions with uh, businesses and sitting down with organizations where they knew there were businesses that needed help. So you were actually going in and you were teaching, and then you had the solutions that could help with that. You, you found that to be a good approach to grow that that yeah. base? Yes, yes. We like that. Uh, we do uh, some trainings for our customers. Uh, what is nice, we do that as a paid product. Uh, well, that's it. I'd love to know how you get away with that. That's interesting. For example, I, I will use example of social social media engage, uh, engagement or social, social media at all. So we uh, make some advertisement uh, and uh, we invite, I would say, 15, 20 potential or our customers uh, for training, which is done or which is managed by our social media manager. He does uh, this training, which uh, lasts four, five hours. Mm -hmm. He explains everything about the social media, what they should do, how they should do that, etc. Mm -hmm. At the end, usually, uh, I would say 70% of those customers understand it's very difficult, it's tough, uh, it's time-consuming, so they sign contract with us. Mm -hmm. So they pay for this training, and then at the end, we have contract with them. So that's how we do that. Now we would like to also do some kind of, of webinars, because uh, on the webinars, you can get more uh, customers, and we would like to use this kind of, of uh, trainings and webinars to get our customers to the services, to the concierge marketing services, which we would like to offer to, to, to them. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. So by webinar, you're saying you just, you're going to use the technology so you don't have to go face to face with the customer. How, how many of your calls right now are being done over the phone as compared to what used to be done on a face to face call? Uh, due to the fact that we 
have very limited uh, call center. We, 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 we closed the call center, which we had in North Mar- Moravia uh, last year or two years ago. Mm-hmm. Now we are uh, launching new call center. Uh, we will cooperate with Excel call center. So currently we have more face-to-face calls than calls uh, via phone. But we would like to change it because our goal is to get 10,000 new customers uh, in Mediatel or to Mediatel next year. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that face-to-face. So uh, the idea, our strategy will be to use uh, call center and some kind of e-shop uh, solution so our customers can also buy the, 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 the product in some kind of e-shop which we, which we are launching right now. Well, I want to congratulate you on the transition because a lot of groups have stumbled on this and it seems like you have had a lot of success in making that move. And, you know, you just have to spend a couple of days inside your organization to see you get some really great people inside that organization. I think a number of your top people have been with you for quite some time. Uh, yes, that's that's true. I would say that the 65, 70 employees we have right now, half of them are with Mediatel more than six, seven years. And uh, this is really a team which I wanted to keep. Okay. So I'm happy uh, to have them there and uh, I really insist on them. Well, I really appreciate you making your way to uh, our headquarters here in Canada in the middle of bloody winter. And I appreciate you giving us that feedback. So for those of you that are going to Czech Republic, you want to have a proper Pilsner. Are there any, you want to give any tips on places where they should go? Because there's a few places that do it right. Well, actually, I think there is just one place which is oh. doing it right. right uh, and uh, this is the chain, which is called Local. Okay. Anybody would like to go to uh, Pilsner in Prague, they have to go to Local. I think there are five different, different pubs called Local in Czech Republic, and uh, they do. Thanks for your feedback. Congratulations on the success of making that transition. As I mentioned off the top, there's lots of organizations that have tried this that have not been as successful as you. Congratulations on acquiring the company. It's all, it's all on you now, my friend, which I know you like. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Thank you very much for the invitation. That was a pleasure for Thanks me. for joining us on the podcast. I will tell you that the uh, transition for Mediatel from traditional directory organization into fully transformed digital organization may not quite be as easy as Lou Bosch made it out to see him inside the podcast. But it's really interesting when CEOs always give you the high level view and everything's great. But when you get in and you start talking to the staff in these organizations, you can actually hear the truth. And I had the privilege of attending an entire day with Lou Bosch's staff uh, back a few months ago in uh, Czech Republic and sat down with the people who were doing fulfillment, sat down with sales leadership, sat down with some of the sales reps. And they talked about this culture that has been created inside the organization where we're going to solve the problem. We're going to solve our customers' problem. And that's been one of the reasons why these legacy organizations have not been able to transition from what really was a binary sale. Will you buy my shit or not? To how do I solve your problem? And here's some insights as to what the problems are that you're having. And I now am here to help you solve that problem. That's been a really important piece to the success that Mediatel has had in transitioning that business. Now, as you heard Lou Bosch say, there's still a lot of work left to be done. But to see that growth, double-digit month-over-month growth, that's really what we're shooting for inside our organizations to grow that digital revenue and to get that monthly recurring revenue. Well, that's the holy grail. If we can get the gift that keeps on giving. Don't forget about Conquer Local, the conference. It's coming your way June 10th through 13th in San Diego, California at the beautiful Hotel Coronado. So don't miss out on the conference of the year to help you 
be a conqueror. Conquerlocal2019.com is where you can get your tickets, and I look forward to seeing you face-to-face for a few days in beautiful Southern California. Thanks for joining us in the podcast this week. My name is George Leith. I'll see you when I see you. You've been listening to the Conquer Local Podcast with your host, George Leith. Executive producers are Brendan King, Jeff Tomlin, and Danny Mario. Audio engineering, Sound Lounge by T-Bone. Marketing by Rory Lawford. Produced by Colleen McGrath. 